one side. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engines running, commit, liftoff. Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask, A-S-K, at SWATradio.com. Taylor. What's up? <laughs> I thought you were going to see something. Um, anyway, it's Friday. Kind of um, anything goes Friday, I guess, today. Uh, we were looking at the uh, resurrection all week, uh, Luke 24. And so today, today is a good day if you're out there and you have a Bible question, something that uh, whether it has to deal with what we talked about with a resurrection or really anything, Um love for you to call in today today is a, a good day for that it's just kind of anything goes taylor and i'll um chat a little bit about what's in the news in a second but i just wanted to let you know today's a good day for you to call in and ask questions i've had some good questions this week at swat about a variety of things mm. um and uh it just made me think that you know sometimes we have bible questions and we don't really think about a good forum to answer those. That's why I love what John MacArthur does out at his church. He does Q and a Bible Q and a a lot. Mm. Those are some of my favorite ones to listen to, but uh, we'd love for have you, have you call in eight, four, four, seven, 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 SWAT eight, four, four, seven, 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 nine, two, eight. It'd be great. Uh, if you want to call in and have a, have a question, um, I, I, don't, I don't know if you heard about this woman down in Sarasota, uh, who was kicked out of a school board meeting, not for what she said, but for what she was about to say. Um, and, and all she wanted to say was that the board's liberal majority is destroying the school district, targeting parents and eliminating dissent. And uh, she was immediately, she didn't even say it, but she was going to say it. And when they heard what she was going to say, she was surrounded by police officers and escorted out of the school board meeting after calling out a board member by name over comments that she made during a previous meeting. And, um, wow. Well, they proved her point for her. I, I, they sure did. Um, she said at the last meeting, Shirley Brown was caught on microphones on the microphone, um, and she was about to say something, and they said, stop talking about school board members. You cannot go around and expound on school board members. I've warned you. And when she asked why, uh, the chairperson said, you were about to say something horrible about Shirley Brown. You said things about me that weren't true. Leave, please. And then um, – she asked the lady, do you even have children in our school district? And one of the conservative members on the board kind of got upset and said, that's not appropriate for you to say that. I mean, like, uh, you don't get to ask people who come to a public meeting where they have children or not. Um, and uh, But they escorted her out. I mean, this, this is crazy. I mean, the, the, the censorship is going... 
to all-time highs here in a place where we're supposed to have the freedom to be able to speak, especially at a school board meeting. And uh, I don't know who it was uh, that said it uh, last week. I heard somebody say that the school board now is probably one of the most important political offices to run for in our country uh, in light of everything going on. So uh, just another example. In some good news, uh, Ron DeSantis um, leading the way, the the state, House, and Senate have now both passed this Disney uh, exemption thing that they're going to revoke, and uh, he's going to sign it. Mm -hmm. And uh, I bet the CEO is probably not going to be the CEO much longer. Uh, We'll see. I mean, uh, they've seemed pretty... Uh, ecstatic about their ideology so far, so they might be like, eh, well, we like what the CEO is doing because he's standing up for what we say is our values, so who knows? I mean, I, like I said, uh, talking about a bunch of things, when you talk about people who have, you know, re- basically a religious adherence to uh, their worldview and their political ideology, you can't expect them to act rationally, but rationally you would think, yeah, the CEO should, would be out. <laughs> um, but hey, you know, I don't know if you – this is actually split, uh, quote-unquote, conservative pundits, uh, this action. There's some who uh, aren't happy with it, and I, I don't understand really why. I think those people who don't really understand what time it is in America. But, uh, yeah, that's kind of – I don't know if you've seen any of that. There's been a, a little bit of a backlash uh, in the the smart set class, I guess you could say, over this. Yeah. Well, um other things going on um you know the war's still going on in ukraine we still need to be lifting up people over there there are missionaries over there and and uh who are dealing with um uh, a lot of stuff jews for jesus missionaries are over there because there's a lot of jewish people in the ukraine um just need to continue praying uh, about them and for them and um i hope uh Hope that's resolved pretty soon. I don't see any end. I mean, they're saying that's going to be a long thing there, you know, over there. Um, again, I remember when Afghanistan started, it was a bad deal, and they said it was going to be a long time, and it did last a while. Um, but, um, you know, it, it's just a very complicated thing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, you know, as far as military analysis, is how long it'll last and stuff like that. Um you know, I, I just I don't know enough about it because I've heard people say, oh, you know, there's no way Russia can sustain this financially. Um, and yet then there's other people saying, no, they can direct that this thing can go on for a long time. And then there's that then getting that's like at the strategic level, but they can get it down to the tactical level and stuff of like, will they be able to break through or is it going to be held? Are they going to be held? I mean, there's just a lot of uncertainty, you know, but like you say, there's there's people dying and uh, fighting and dying. And it's something that we should uh, pray that. uh peace reigns um because yeah there's a lot of videos you can find online that are pretty tough to look at pretty you know pretty tough to watch yeah you know we didn't talk i had by the way if you didn't hear yesterday's program i had jerry rouse on who's a been a pastor for a long time and he he did a great job um just go on and put in jerry j-e-r-r-y and um he'd be good but we didn't get to get a couple of things that um have been in the news this week uh, there was a, a, a homosexual couple filed a complaint because they were denied in vitro fertilization coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, 
um, uh, to, uh, th- th- they filed a, a complaint in court because they were not uh, allowed to have coverage in their insurance for in vitro fertilization. Do uh, you know actual married couples? That, that, that that's kind of something that's always been out of pocket, isn't it? Not, well, I I I thought, but. Uh, but they said that their insurance policy discriminates against them because apparently they do cover some heterosexual um, or female. But apparently, because it's two guys, <laughs> they. I, oh, but it was okay. just crazy. I, I don't. I mean, I don't know. This is not insanity uh, that that's going on in our world, and this is right out of Romans one, folks. I mean, it is right out of romans chapter one that we have been turned over to a debased mind and uh there's it's just crazy all the stuff going on but i did hear today from several people who have been following events related to elon musk that they feel like now he has secured the funding to buy twitter yeah, it came out that he that he's uh, officially has enough. Uh, I think he there's still been the talk that he's going to go try to go around the board members and stuff. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. Um, that is one hostile takeover that <laughs> I'm really excited about because, and you know, I have no idea where he's at. I don't even I don't think he's a believer. I I, I think he's just a capitalist who who cares about free speech. But uh, I, I think if he buys twitter uh, because twitter is such a part of public discourse in mm-hmm. our country that uh it's going to be a game changer i think i think you'll see it and it'll be interesting to see what happens like with facebook and youtube after he takes over twitter because uh people i, I people i i i'm anxious to see how people respond to his leadership but I was thinking today, you know, just because he's the leader doesn't mean you're not going to have people within Twitter that continue to try to censor and stuff. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that if he you know have, what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. it's so big, uh, it, it, I think you're going to have instances where people will still be censoring somewhat. Well, I think you do, you're, you're, if he is able to take over uh, Twitter, obviously you're going to have to clean, clean, clean house, you know, clear, clear the slate. Um, and then institute new uh, policies compared to what Twitter has now. Um, so we'll see what he does. But, you know, I, it's not like it's going to be like the Wild West free speech. I don't think that that's going to get end up being there. I bet um, Donald Trump will be back on Twitter. Yeah, maybe. I bet, I that, I, I bet, I bet within a week if he buys it within a, and some guy one guy said today that uh, he thinks he'll be running Twitter in less than a month. Hmm. I don't know if uh, that'd be a good thing for Donald Trump if he's trying to get reelected to be back on Twitter because a lot of people <laughs> didn't like him because of his tweets. And now that he's been off Twitter, it feels like uh, his uh, approval rating's gone up. Yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It, it'll be something uh, interesting to see. And, you know, right now it looks like it, the path to him owning Twitter is inevitable. You know, the, the, I just haven't seen any logical way that the board's going to be able to stop it so far. Mm, yeah. Well, listen, if you have a question, today's a great Anything Goes Day. You can send a question to ask at SWATradio.com, ASK at SWATradio.com, 
or you can call in. Taylor will give you the number when uh, we come back from break. Uh, but it'd be a great day uh, to to hear from somebody out there. Yeah, I'll give you the number now, and when we come back, so that is one eight four four triple seven SWAT. That's one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the break. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. hope welcome back to swat radio swat stands for spiritual warriors advancing truth and if you are just joining us you obviously know it's friday today it would be a great day to call in as we're uh, just rehashing the week and talking about uh, what's going on in the news if you would like to call in you can do so at one 777 swat that's one 844 or you can email us at ask at swatradio.com that's ask ask at swatradio.com well, it's hard to believe April 22nd mm-hmm. and uh we are pushing into May yeah. and uh our SWAT retreat is coming up July 30th and so if you are in the Jacksonville, Florida area or maybe outside, we got people coming from outside the Jacksonville area. Uh we have Phil Johnson who's the executive director of Grace to You is going to be speaking at our retreat. We'd love to have you join us. For more information, you can send an email to Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug at uh, SWATradio.com, and uh, I'll be happy to get information to you. Um, Hopefully, uh, that'll be uh, a a great thing. I think we're going to have somewhere between 100 and 120 people there. So um, uh, it'll be a good thing. So hopefully you can join us. It's always fun. You've been to a couple now, haven't you? Yep. So, um, you know, uh, here's a good question. Um, the, Jesus died and then was resurrected. What happened in the three days in between or the time in between? Have you ever thought about that? What happened on Saturday, in other words? Um, what, 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 what was going on? Uh, if you if you look uh, in scripture, 
um, that, that it doesn't speak a lot to it. Like, I, I mean, there's, there's different views because of things that are said in other passages outside of the gospels where Paul makes comments on it. Um, but, um, it, it's, it's something that, um, I want to ask when I get there just to know for certain, um, but it doesn't give a lot of information about what happened between his death and the resurrection. Really, the only thing that um, we do know is that when he told the thief he was going to be with him in paradise today, that that's what we know he was there, whatever that means, right? Was mm-hmm. in the presence of uh uh, you know Abraham's bosom, or, or that—that's um, kind of a, another name for being in the presence of God, I guess. But he told the thief today, "You're going to be with me in paradise." But other than that, we don't really know. Um, you know where he went. Well, so it's a go... good question, though. I mean, uh, I just—I just don't know that there's anything definitive about that, other than he was in paradise. Didn't he? Well, didn't he go to hell? Uh, well, I mean, people, the... people base that on Peter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but there, there's another interpretation of Peter than that one that, uh, basically, um, you know, if, if you look, um, in first Peter three nineteen, um, if those spirits are demonic angels or fallen angels, um, then they were there because, they were involved in something before the flood, you know, I mean, mm-hmm. um, let me, let me just read the text for you. It says Christ suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared. So some people think that uh, between his death and the resurrection, he went to a place called hell or Hades, uh, which was a temporary, this was not the lake of fire final judgment, but it was a temporary kind of holding place. You know, it's kind of like if you're arrested here and you don't go to federal prison, but you go to the Jacksonville County jail awaiting basically. Um, But he made an announcement to the spirits there um and those spirits could either be fallen angels or they could be human spirits that have died you know and gone so there's been several interpretations we just don't know for sure nobody knows for certain about that those i mean we it's almost like revelation trying to understand some of those why why do you think there's such a hesitancy to say that he went to hades and i mean the apostles creed says that right Yes. Well, the, well, the, yeah, when you, when you think of, um, Sheol, Hades, Gehenna, there's different terms used to describe what hell would be like, right? Um, that one of them was really describing a place of where they burn trash in Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And so it was given as kind of uh, just an analogy of this is what it's going to be like. Um, 
And and even like I said, Abraham's bosom earlier, Abraham's bosom is just another kind of way to describe heaven. Uh, But but when, you know, Jesus said today, you'll be with me in paradise. He he was telling him, listen, you're going to be with me in a good place. And um, when you think about Hades or I think David describes Sheol or or um, sometimes that just refers to um, death for people. The hate, you know, going into the earth. Yeah, you know, you but, know what I'm, but it seems like there's a hesitancy to say, you know, because a pretty natural reading would be like, okay, um, he he went down into the depths, right? Yeah. Um, but there seems like there's a, almost a hesitancy to say that as if for some reason, like Christ couldn't have gone well, he down could go, there. Yeah, he could, you know he could I mean? go wherever he wants, right? I mean, like he could he could go anywhere, uh, but but the the commentators that i read about that i did research when i taught through first peter um and and most of what i would call conservative commentators um they wouldn't go there i mean they they didn't they didn't want to go there because um there were people that said he actually went into hell to proclaim the gospel to the spirits you well, know um have you heard of the book of enoch i have yeah, uh, there's this book, uh, gosh, I'm blanking on the name, um, The Unseen Realms, Michael Heiser. Yes, Michael Heiser, yeah. Yeah, so he talks a lot about how, like, First Peter 3.19 is actually referencing the book of Enoch and mm-hmm. that there's um, stuff that we can, that this would have been stuff that the the learned men in Second Temple Judea, Judaism area, era would be reading. Mm-hmm. And, you know, not trying to say it's uh, scripture or anything, but that, that can inform our understanding of um, what they're trying to say there. I haven't finished the book. I did get it, uh, started reading it, but I haven't finished it. So I don't know what he says in particular. I just seen some YouTube stuff. Um, so I, you know, it. so I get that about like, you know, that he's the reason I brought that up is because he, I heard him in an interview saying that he, when he was proclaiming or testifying there to the, the spirits in prison, he wasn't, offering them like uh, a chance at redemption. He was proclaiming his power and his authority because there was a question to it basically. So I get that, that the curtain, I can, I get why, you know, conservative commentators don't want to say that that was the case that he went there to free, um, you know, evil spirits or whatever, but could he have not gone down there to say, I'm the ruler of all of the universe? Well, um, in the New Testament, usually when the word spirit is used, it's used in reference to uh, angels or demons. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, um, even when you go or you read First Peter 3.22, it says, who's gone into heaven is at the right hand of God with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to him. That would seem to allude to that meaning. Um, but nowhere else in the bible is there anything said about jesus visiting hell um when acts 2 says that uh he was not abandoned to hades um it it would indicate that he might have gone but hades is not hell hades refers to the realm of unbelieving dead okay a temporary place where people await resurrection 
And so if you go to Revelation chapter 20 and you look at verse 11, it talks about the great white throat judgment. It says, I saw a great white throne and him who was seated on it from his presence, earth and sky fled away. No place was found for them. And I saw the dead, great and small, standing before the throne. Books were open. Another book, which is the book of life. And the dead were judged by what was written in the book according to what they had done. And the sea gave up the dead who were in it. Death and Hades gave up the dead who were in them. And and so uh, hell is a permanent final place. Hades is more of a temporary place. And when a believer dies, just like the thief when he died, you don't go to either one of those places. You go and to paradise, uh, you're with Christ. And, um, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I, I really think that, um, that, that, that passage there, it, it is problematic in the sense that we don't know, like some of the passages in revelation. And so I'm not going to get too bent out of shape one way or the other on it, because does that really affect anything with the gospel for us as far as like proclaiming or, you know, living out the gospel? Not really. Right. Uh, but, you know, people do, you know, make, uh, try to make a differentiation in that regard. And I'm, I'm wondering why there must be something, you know, as far as their, the theological scaffolding that they have on that, that for them makes that problem a problem. I, the thing so I that don't it, see, cause I don't see why it would be a problem. Well, the thing that I do agree with you on is that if Jesus went there, you know, some people said he went to proclaim a gospel message. No, yeah. if he went there, it was a victory message. Yeah. It, which was what you were saying, right? Mm-hmm. And and I could see that. Hey, it's over. You know, I've won. Yeah. <laughs> and your time is done, pretty much. It's it's uh, it's almost over. You know. Right. Uh, that kind of a message. So it's a good thought. You know, it's a good question. Yeah. Um. So I I, I get that then if it was about the if, if it was a gospel message or not. That's where the issue lies. Okay. Yeah. That makes that makes more sense to me. All right, uh, we are up against the news break. We'll be back with more after the news. Before we go, we'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's Doug, D-O-U-G, at SWATradio.com. You are listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. That was Chain Breaker by Zach Williams. If you are just joining us, we are uh, doing what we usually do on Fridays, talking about uh, what's been going on throughout the week and kind of just touching up on a bunch of uh, 
interrelated, but a little bit more random stuff, a little bit more loose today. So we would love to have you call in and join the discussion. Uh, you can do that at one eight four four triple seven SWAT. Again, that's one eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's ask at SWATradio.com. Just had a great uh, question sent in to us over uh, email. So we you know, would love to have you join in any way that you would like. Here's another question. Um, can I lose my salvation? Mm. You know, that, that kind of goes back to the, um, the resurrection, the power of the resurrection. To when Jesus died... He paid for every sin that you ha- would commit future tense because you weren't here. If you're listening to this radio program, you had committed zero sins when Jesus walked the earth. So every sin that, that you would commit in your life was paid for if you're his child when he died on the cross. Now, the realization of that forgiveness is when you hear and respond to the gospel and are reborn in the spirit you're adopted into his family and the bible declares in um, uh, john 10 when jesus says i give them eternal life he's talking about his disciples but this is applicable to us as well and they shall never perish no one can snatch them out of my hand my father who has given them to me is greater than all no one can snatch them out of my father's hand. I would say that's a fairly definitive statement there that Jesus is making. Um, Ephesians 4 says that we are sealed for the day of redemption. So if we can lose our salvation, then that seal, by the way, is the Holy Spirit. So uh, because in uh, Ephesians 1, it says that that the Holy Spirit is like a guarantee, a down payment. It's a when he's born in us, it, it just gives us a taste, and uh, but it seals us uh, for the day of redemption. But if the sealing uh, only was till you started sinning, or maybe you committed one particular sin that somebody says is a sin that it negates your salvation, um, then that doesn't seal you to the day of redemption. It seals you till you commit that sin. Uh, so uh, the eternal security is a big deal. Uh, if, if, um, if somebody says like, I, I give you eternal life, but it's not eternal, then, <laughs> um, they lied, right? Yeah. I mean, and if Jesus said, whoever believes in me shall never perish. Well, if you believe in him, not just assent but i mean you believe in jesus you respond to the gospel he gives you new birth you are reborn you're his you're his until he comes or until you leave the face of the earth and he says nobody can snatch you probably the strongest argument i think uh is in romans 8 where it says nothing can separate us from the love of god and he goes through uh no power um, nothing in all creation can separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. Um, so I, our eternal security is not based on what you and I do. It's based on the Father's love for us and the fact that he called us 
And through our response to his message, we are reborn into his family. And once you're adopted in, you can't be taken out. The question is if you're really in or not. Yeah, I would say that's a uh, landmine of a topic right there. Uh, There's going to be debate on that. And there has been, you know, specifically coming from like a Calvinist perspective or an Armenian perspective. But you said, can I lose my salvation? So it sounds like you, the person who sent that is grappling internally uh, with that. And and in that regard, you know, have faith in the salvation uh, in the work of Christ on the cross and and believe and follow him. Uh, It's as simple as that. Uh, I wouldn't be, you know, you should test your faith. You'll work your faith out with uh, fear and trembling, but, well, don't but get the, too into – it sounds like maybe someone who's a, a young, a new Christian. Don't get too into the theological weeds. Just have a simple faith and believe. You well, know but, but part of the problem in our culture, oh, and I, I shared this morning, this this morning at SWAT down in uh, St. Augustine, is that in our belief, a person is a Christian. They're, they're somebody who said a prayer walk down an aisle, they've, they've been confirmed, baptized, or whatever. And th- some of those things may be tangible ways that it manifests in your life, but those things don't make you a believer. They don't make you part of the family of God. Uh, what makes a person part of the family of God is to fully trust in Jesus, not in the facts about Jesus, but to trust in him. And to be reborn by the Holy Spirit, when those things happen in somebody's life, there is an innate desire to read the Bible. There's a, a, a not an innate, but a, I would say a supernatural desire that's put there by the Spirit to, to know God's Word, to pray, to want to obey God. It doesn't mean that you're going to obey Him perfectly, but it, there's a desire in there is to do those. And... I think if you look at the Bible, there's there's lots of verses that um, that that deal with this whole issue. You know, when somebody trusts Christ, it says they're a new creation. Paul says in Corinthians, the old has passed away, and there's something new there. Well, a lot of times there's nothing new there, and and I think one of the most insightful passages in the Scripture. Um, about this is when you look at uh, the parable of the sower and the soils about the heart. The heart has to be prepared. Too often the gospel goes out to an unprepared heart. And and you see the word take root and and grow up quickly in in some kind of superficial way. But when the sun comes out, it wilts because it doesn't have a deep root. It's not a supernatural root. And there's another one where the the seed goes in and it takes root, but there's thorns and there's weeds that choke it out. And it says those are the cares and the worries of the world that compete with somebody who's motivated to follow Jesus. And so when you think about um, a believer, what does it mean to be a believer? When When it says, for God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. What does that embrace? Well, that's a person who has placed their faith in Jesus as Messiah and said, he's my king, he's my savior, and I'm his. 
and they believe it and they are sealed by the Holy Spirit. Uh, and, and he says in Timothy, even when we are faithless, he remains faithful. Why? Because we're his. And I, I just, uh, I think a lot of times because of our modern evangelism methods that people are confused because they see people who make a profession of faith, but who never really had a born again experience. And that's how the term born again began to grow. I mean, like, oh, he's a born again Christian. Well, shouldn't all Christians be born again? They they should, right? So I, I understand what you're saying about not getting too much in the weeds, but believers, if if you're part of the family of God, you can't you, you don't lose your salvation. The issue is you were either never never reborn or you were. Yeah. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I was just saying, like, it, it sounded to me like it was someone coming from, like, a person, maybe a personal conscience, uh, you know, crisis of consciousness, crisis of faith. Um, and so just trying to encourage, like, hey, you know, have faith in uh, in God and his, his work and do what he uh, asked you to. You know, believe that he's uh, done what he said he's going to do, you know. And so I think that there's a lot of people who uh, get afraid because maybe they're going through a season in their life where, man, I don't feel like reading my Bible today, right? Yes. And that doesn't mean that, oh, now you're not saved, you know, but that's so I'm just saying, well, God a, will persevere you in, in your faith. He will. He absolutely will. And first John two nineteen makes the distinction. It says they went out from us. They they went out from us because they were never part of us. Mm-hmm. You remember when Jesus turned to Peter in John chapter six and he said, are you going to leave to Peter? And he goes, Lord, where else are we going to go? You alone have the words of life. That's the heart of a true believer there. He knows that ultimately it's not perfection. It's the direction and loyalty of your life. Ultimately, mm-hmm. you come back. Yeah. So anyway, I think we got a call. Yeah, we have a caller. Uh, who who we have on the line? Tina. Oh, hi, Tina. How are you doing? Where are you calling from? From Jacksonville. Awesome. Well, what's on your mind? Well, I just, I was listening to you all um, tell the story of the lady that was made to leave the school board meeting for what she wanted to say and then talk about what the Santos is doing to Disney. And I think it's just kind of um, unfair. I mean, if we're, if everybody's going to be allowed to have freedom of speech, then that should go with everybody, no matter what that is. And okay, well, I, I, I do believe that Ron, hold on. I do believe that Ron DeSantis is doing this to Disney because they went against his bill in other words, to say, I'll show you, uh, you're going to have to learn to watch what you say, and I just don't think that's right. Okay. And I love Ron DeSantis, right. but I'm very disappointed in what he has done. How has he punished Disney? He didn't punish them. They had a special yeah. t- They had a special relationship no. with the no. with the st- state of Florida. He, they had no. a special relationship no. with He's the state of Florida. After, no, my point is, I don't <laughs> care, it's not about the relationship. They, ha- they have a non-compete. Is, He's going, hold on. He's going after them because of their comments, and that's where it's unfair. Okay, so if, it, so if he was going after them because he said, hey, you know what? They shouldn't have uh, an unfair advantage in the state. You'd be okay with it? The reason he is going after them is because of what they – because they are – they of their comment against his bill. Should, should. It, it, if, if it was another reason, then I wouldn't be saying this. But well, well, if I... we're all going to have freedom, we all have to have freedom of speech without – without the worry of someone coming back at us like the young lady at the school board. And we'll come she back. She should have been able to say what she wanted without being carried out in order as, as, as to say, 
you're not going to have your freedom. Hey, of we, we're up and against the break, so we'll come back uh, with that question here in a second. I think that you're fundamentally wrong, so we'll talk about that. Uh, so please stay on the line uh, because I think there's a little okay. bit of a misconception there. All right, so you're listening to SWAT Radio. Okay. Stay tuned. We'll be back with more after the break. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. SWAT Radio is brought to you in part by Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. Ace Door and Window Service, Inc. is a full-service sales door and window installation company. Both of the owners are licensed contractors and are involved in the daily operations of the company. All of their trucks are company-owned and fully equipped. Their mission is to provide Jacksonville and the surrounding area with door and window replacement services. To learn more, call 904-701-3667. That's 904-701-DOOR. Or online at www.astore.com. There is good news for the captive, good news for the shame. There is good news for the world who walked away. There is good news for Welcome back to SWAT Radio. We have Tina on the line, and I'm on mute. Doug, go ahead. Uh, (laughs) Tina, um, I I hear what you're saying about the, the school board meeting. It's one thing to prohibit somebody to say, hey, you can't say this in here, something you heard, and have them escorted out by police. It's another to use your position to say, you know what? We've extended special privileges to Disney for years, and and now you are saying that you're coming against legislation that we view as protective for the people in our state, which, by the way, had pretty widespread support among the state. And so, I, I think that's a th- those are those are apples and oranges. I don't I don't see no. see the correlation there because no. in one of them the correlation. Go ahead. The correlation is Ron DeSantis did this for the purpose of saying, you go against me, now I'm going to do something to you, and that is wrong. No, uh, he, That he, is wrong. Well, uh, so he, he said that, listen, we are, you, you're going, you know, you're basically saying you're going to come after us, and you've enjoyed a special privilege in our state. Uh, And he just said that that you're not going to do that anymore. And I think as the governor of the state, he he had a right to do that. He he listen, Disney is is not an individual. Disney's a company that's supposed to provide entertainment to people like AT&T providing phone service. I I hope Mm -hmm. I hope I hope that companies will learn from this and get back to the business of doing what they're supposed to do instead of wading into political agenda items, because really that's, that's not their place. 
to do those kind of things. And it's not Ron DeSantis' place to look at all. So what if all the companies come up up against him? Is he going to do the same to all the other companies? It's not his place to go and say, look what you've done. Now I'm going to show you. That is not what we need him for. Tina. No, you're not going to change my mind on this. I just called in to give you my opinion. I think it's wrong. Okay, well, thank you. I think if everybody needs freedom of speech. Okay, thanks. If if you're not going to listen, that's fine. If you don't want to talk. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. (laughs) All right, she's wrong on that because, look, Disney is a company that was given a special relationship. Why? Because, hey, the values that Disney was espousing matched up with the values of the state of Florida. For a long time. For a long time. Now, Disney has come out openly and lobbied politically uh, on something that Floridians hold dear, against something Floridians have said they appreciate. Mm -hmm. Uh, To say, hey, you know what? You don't get that special relationship and those tax exemptions, which is basically makes it impossible for other people to compete, is not oppressive to Disney. That's Mm -hmm. saying, hey, you know what? Our values don't align anymore, so we're going to stop doing that, and you're going to have to compete like everyone else in the market. It is not the same as saying you must leave Florida. Like, that's not what's happening here. And the reason I'm pretty animated about it, like I said, there's <laughs> people who are holding this uh, view, like in you know public uh, discourse people, that it is a misunderstanding of the time and the place. We are not in a time where everything is values neutral. We're in a time where there's two separate worldviews battling it out in this country for supremacy. And if there's a company that is espousing a worldview that is harmful to Floridians, harmful to a biblical worldview, the state has a right and a duty to say, look, we're not going to cut you any special privileges. That's not saying that you're not allowed to compete in the state. That's not saying that we're punishing you. It's saying we're no longer giving you special favor and status. And for people to say, oh, that's so terrible for them to do that, is just base. We might as well bend over and go to the gulags um, immediately. Like that's just that's well, that's not. Well, here's the thing. I I thought she was calling in uh, about eternal security, something easy to handle. <laughs> you know, uh, um, because uh, I, I would much rather talk about eternal security because that's an issue that people really do struggle with. That obviously that person that wrote in was struggling with it, um, and. You know, as as far as the whole the the privileges thing in the in the state, I I just I personally just didn't see the correlation between shutting down an individual at a school board meeting versus a public. That's figure. what's that's what's being talked about. That, so there's people who are saying, well, you know, this would be no different difference than uh, uh, California going after Chick Fil A, and well, respectfully, you're wrong. But second, they've been doing that for years. Uh, you know what I mean? It's just really, uh, again, a misunderstanding of where we're at as a country. We're in a, a time and place where there is one party, one belief system that is going and looking to absolutely crush any sort of dissent. And that mm-hmm. happens to be us. And so to say, hey, you know what, you know, we're going to keep the uh, playing field fair. And then to come and say, oh, well, you that's so terrible of you to do that. That's like a 1990s. Uh, Republican slash libertarian viewpoint that does not understand where we're at in the world anymore. I mean, it's just, and, and the, I, I just think it's lazy thinking. Well, here, here's the bottom line. Again, we, we live in a very polarized world, obviously, and people, uh, temperature can go up very quickly in things. And, and what we 
uh, have to do as believers is um, realize that God's will takes precedence over everything and everyone for that matter. Um, And, you know, if God wants to allow something to happen, he can allow it to happen. Uh, He is the ultimate sovereign. Um, Governor DeSantis isn't sovereign. Um, the, the, you know, president of the United States isn't sovereign. God is sovereign. And, and sometimes God allows bad things to happen in government. Sometimes he allows good things to happen in government and we celebrate different views. You know, people have different views about whether something's good or bad or good or right. And we just have to remember that as believers, um, we can speak the truth and love about things, but we also need to be mindful of how, quick the temperature can rise in a conversation just like you were saying you know you do get fired up because you know you see this from a different perspective and uh i get fired up too because there's people who are advocating the other way that's going to lead to actual violence in the country yeah like if you keep if one if you know we got two sides right one side just keeps bending over and taking it people are going to eventually say well you know what i'm not going for that anymore if the state doesn't work well i'm going to pick up a weapon we don't need that we don't need violence in that way when we can keep a level playing field we can um advocate for a biblical worldview and see that played out in a way that's uh, fair and equal so i just there's a a mentality that's uh you know a do-nothing mentality that i think is pretty uh rife in you know conservative circles and you keep playing that way you're not going to like the outcome because it's going to be terrible for all of us. Well, I, I think um, there's a great book out there, a guy who we've had on the program before, Wayne Grudem, wrote a book called Politics According to the Bible, and it's a comprehensive resource for understanding modern political issues in light of Scripture. I think that's a great resource for people to have. Again, it's by Wayne Grudem, Politics According to the Bible. Uh, I think it's a great resource because it goes into biblical mandates um, for how we interact. And and one of the things that comes through clear is our hope for our our culture is not in government. Our hope for our culture is not in a politician. And so we can have disagreements about whether Ron DeSantis is right or wrong, about whether that school board is right or wrong. My issue in bringing up the the school board issue is that you had an individual parent or a person who lived in a school district that pays taxes that goes down there and was escorted out because they weren't allowed to say something that they had a right to say. And where I would say, and my difference with Tina was that what Ron DeSantis did is say, okay, Disney was basically going to wage a war against the state over this bill that legally passed in the house and the senate and ron DeSantis, for whatever reason he did that he he felt like that disney had a shared um goal with with the state of florida for a long time but they had been wanting and he even said this early on he had been wanting with other politicians to rein in their exemption status from a lot of this stuff but they never had the political ability to do it until disney says we're going to make a war against against this bill it's wrong and they were really uh, trying to undermine what happened there and i think it's protective for our kids i mean so 
Uh, anyway, well, it, we got another caller, someone calling in for Virginia. Who do we have on the line? Yeah, hey, this is uh, Bruce from Chesapeake. Uh, I know we're short on time, but I just want to thank you for your guest on yesterday's show. That was a very encouraging uh, show, especially the final segment about just, uh, you know, the, he's the man I want to grow up to be when I get to that stage in life, God willing. So uh, I just want to thank you for that. Oh, well, thanks, Bruce. Thanks so much for uh, listening. He's a great guy. I love him a lot, and I uh, was so grateful he was on. And, um, uh, yeah, feel free to share that uh, that program. It should be posted by now. Uh, Jerry Rouse is his name, R-O-U-S-E, okay? I'll be sure and do that. Y'all have a great weekend. Yeah, okay. you too. All right. That's, uh, that was, it was a good program yesterday. Um, so I was very glad that uh, Jerry – uh, was able to join us, and uh, glad we can end on a positive note. <laughs> Doug, you don't like when I get uh, animated, do well, you? No, well, no, you're getting pretty fired up over there, and I, you know, I don't mind you getting fired up. I, I just, I really thought it was going to be in relation to eternal security. You know, eternal security is one of the most hotly debated topics, and I think you didn't you even say yeah, this is uh-huh. it is. It's very hotly debated, but again. It doesn't have anything to do with Arminianism or Calvinism. It has to do with what the Bible says about believers being forever protected by God himself once they're in there. So uh, for that person who's struggling, just know if you're his, nothing can snatch you out of his hand. Nothing, not even Satan himself. So rest in that. All right, that's all the time we have for this week. You've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio, and you can also download our SWAT app in the App Store. Join us weekdays at 3 o'clock for more. We will see you then. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you have a great weekend. If you missed a SWAT radio broadcast this week and would like to hear any show in its entirety, then go to SWATradio.com. Click on Past Shows, where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's Word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT radio is strengthening spirit.